You are listening to an M Pavilion podcast. I would like to speak to Dave Giles Kay, Australian Fashion Council, Australian Fashion Council's curated program. We'll see even uh, see seven Melbourne labels: ABCH, Garrick, Guerrilla Theatre Brand, Lois Hazel, Maud Studio. Mandatory and Vincent Lee showcasing their latest collections at the Mallard Street exhibition space. The space will celebrate Melbourne design from locally sourced and made to bespoke tailoring to sustainability minded textiles to hand embellishments and artist collaborations. Dave, finally we get to you. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Can you tell us, first of all, what the Australian Fashion Council is for those of us in the audience that don't know? Um, well, before I, I do, I just, just reflecting on the last conversation. Um, I mean, it is, it is truly disgraceful that uh, our industry doesn't reflect more Indigenous culture. Uh, and I've said that on, on a number of occasions. And uh, I, I think, like, the, the fashion industry, I think creative industries really should reflect the culture of where you are, all aspects of it. And, you know, we have our original, the original culture here that's been here just so much longer than... can't even un understand how much longer it's been here than the rest of us. Uh, and it really is so underrepresented, and um, so you know, we. And I think there's. I think the just really quickly, but um, I'll get to your question. But uh, I think there's part of it is about making sure, kind of like not box ticking, but that we are actively making sure that indigenous culture and indigenous artists and fashion designers and models and indigenous people are part of things that happen but that the motivation behind it is one uh, of a relationship and a um, desire for uh, Indigenous people to be successful as, as much as anybody else. And we're, 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 we are trying to do that and we're having lots of conversations and we're well early in the piece with it. But Sharina and I will keep talking and Perina and, and a lot of other people. Um, but yeah, that's one of the roles that we have at the AFC. So the AFC, I think you asked kind of what, what does the AFC do? Yeah, just, just uh, a little bit about what the Australian Fashion Council is. Yeah, so we're, we're basically we're here for the whole of the fashion industry, whatever part of that um, people come from. Um, we're here for uh, the um, fashion designers, as much as the retailers, as the makers, uh, the tech companies that are in our industry, the events uh, that are part of our industry, the education, that happens in our industry, all the different, the media, everything. Uh, and basically our purpose is that we want the industry to grow, which means that we want uh, both the organisations within our industry to grow and the people that work within those organisations. So that's our, that's our sole purpose. Um, and we have lots of ways that we do that, but uh, it's, um, it's basically, uh, and um, at the heart of everything that we do, it's about bringing people together. Uh, bringing experts together with people who need help, uh, bringing um, uh, you know peers together around things, and so the people can learn from each other, uh, and then we can help to we can start to identify where there are gaps and where there are things that need to be worked on as a whole industry. So that's kind of what we do in a nutshell. Um, right. And I think there was another question in there, wasn't there? No, no, no. So, I'll, I'll so throw to another one if you like. I've yeah. got a few. Um, how does the curated program fit within? So AFC. Have, yeah, so curated, it's uh, AFC curated. It's a program um, that Kiri May and Ellie up here um, uh, drive. And uh, it's, we've, we've, it's been going for about two years. And uh, basically what, what it is, is it's for 
what we call emerging designers. This is not startup designers, they're designers that have been going for a little while but really aren't sustainable yet as businesses. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of people in the industry would say, you know, like we've, we've heard, you know, it takes a long time to really become a sustainable business, but really Curated is about helping labels, designers um, on that pathway. And we do that in three ways. We, uh, we have a very strong mentorship program uh, where we connect one-on-one -on -one, um, designers with, with mentors. Uh, we, we run a whole stack of education workshops. I think we did about 12 last year, really focused around the, the, the sort of very practical needs, the gaps again in, in, for all those labels. Uh, and then we, we also run pop-ups, uh, and these are sort of premium um, spaces in uh, you know, beautiful retail um, locations and um, some of our partners in the city here. We've done them, we've done them here and in Sydney and other uh, Brisbane, just as one going on at the moment. If you happen to be in Brisbane, at James Street, um, and the idea behind the pop-up is so one is to sell, but actually it's more about um, learning how to work in a in a retail environment uh, and working not just not just un understanding how the retail works, but being engaging yourself with consumers, so understanding that one-to-one -one feedback that you so often don't get. Um, and um, uh, um, there's, there's something else, I think. Oh, that's right, about working together with other labels. So you're in, in the store together and so much of the, that community aspect is, is, comes from working in a store together. So that's what Curated is as a yes. program. We've had about 35 labels come through it in the last two years. Uh, and the reason that we're going to Hong Kong uh, with curated, uh, AFC curated, there's so many different kind of curators, but ours is AFC curated, uh, uh, is, and, and there's seven labels, as you said, coming, uh, is really, uh, there's two, two aspects to it. One is we really want to showcase what the next sort of wave of Melbourne designers uh, that are, you know, that are out there already, commercial companies that are uh, selling to people and getting into stores and all the different things. What showcase what what's coming through, and it's a really great diversity of of labels that are coming. A couple couple of guys here, Paul and Vincent. I don't know if there's any others, um, and uh, and so it's, it's showcasing that, but it's also uh, helping them to get an experience overseas that they um, perhaps wouldn't get for a little while, uh, and uh, an experience in how I guess what the issues are around selling overseas. And Hong Kong, we think, is a really good market for a lot of the labels or all of the labels. Um, it doesn't mean that they'll be selling there next year or the year after necessarily. Hopefully they will, but not maybe some of them will. But it's about sort of helping them on that pathway. So, so it's really those two sides to it. And we've got two locations. So we're in Mallory Street. As, uh, it's a showcase. Um, and we hope that some buyers come in and uh, other, uh, other people come and look at it. But we also have a pop-up at uh, PMQ. I, can't, I don't think we've talked about PMQ yet. It's it's like a I, I don't know if it's right but I, I kind of I call it it's like um, uh, Smith Street but in a little little uh, little um, in a vertical way in a vertical yeah way, yeah <laughs> uh, or Brunswick Street uh, it's a it's a sort of hotspot of a designer retail mostly fashion but also you know designer products home home products and art and food uh, and uh, it's it's where the designers have shops but they also create product there. Which we love. We love that whole concept. We're trying to always trying to bring making and design together, um, and and so we're going to have a pop up store in the on the ground level there. If you are in Hong Kong, 
be great to come and and, uh, and we're going to have uh, yeah so we'll have the two places one's a store where people can actually buy and the other one's a showcase and the you are also involving some local hong kong designers as well too in in a sort of a collaboration effect yeah so uh, our concept around trade is uh, we, it's collaborative, uh, as is everything that we do, as I was explaining before, community. Uh, so we didn't want to go to Hong Kong and just say, hey, this is how great we are. Uh, we wanted to actually engage with local, some local, well, the industry there, which we already are through Design Centre and other PMQ and others, but also with designers themselves. So, um, so we've been doing that over the last six months. And we're going to have um, uh, them in our... A few, three of them, I think, it's right. going to end up being three in our um, pop-up store. So there'll be ten labels all together in this tiny little store. Um, and then what we hope is that uh, what we're planning to do, and I'm sure it will happen, is that we will we, we've already invited them and others to come to Melbourne to be part of one of our pop-ups in Melbourne next year. So we hope that the, the idea is that uh, just like labels get to know each other here, uh, that people will get to know each other between cross-country. Uh, and that's the way long-term relationships get built and that's rather than just going having a meeting and um, and then hoping that you might catch up sometime, it'll build a relationship and hopefully one where they can help each other and we can help them. Yeah, great. It's a great initiative, definitely. The, um, also, I think at the PMQ, they're doing, they usually do the 10 Asian fashion designers to watch um, exhibition as well too, which is really great for, I, I know I talked to, mentees last year with me to have a look at that and that's something that really I think will foster back into AFC as well too. Yeah, we, we, we hope that um, that Australia becomes part of that at some time, stage in the future. Uh, we asked for this year but it wasn't going to happen um, but it'd be great to see some of our designers in that space mm. as well. Yeah. I like, can I just yeah. um, say I really love the whole um, way that you get um, designers together and with the designers that I'm working with I've introduced them to each other and I just hope that out of it comes oh who who are you working with who are you collaborating with and it's and it's all oh, this designer who is based in Melbourne as opposed to oh it's a designer based in New York or you know that was kind of like a kudos some time ago and I really do think that it's become this kudos that's here I'm working I'm collaborating with another designer in Melbourne and I mean, thank you for facilitating this for some time now. I think it's an amazing um, project. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything else, Dave, you'd like to talk about in terms of AFC and uh, Melbourne uh, Fashion Showcase not, not and really. BODW? There's lots of things, but yes. uh, no, Feel free. Today, <laughs> but it's, uh, I mean, the only other thing I'd say, I guess, is, uh, you know, the, the industry, to us, the way we see the industry is it's just so many different segments of the industry. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not choking up. I'm just. Uh, uh, no, this, it's, I, I mean, it is. Emotional We're all very to me, emotional, but it's not not that emotional. Uh, no, uh, it's uh, there's so many segments to the industry, and uh, you know, from from the very value end of the industry to the luxury, and you know, we we're, we're here to help the ho across the whole board, um, but at the very very centre for us across all of those segments, um, design and um, Virginia said this at the beginning. Um, I, th I think it was Virginia or Philip, I can't remember now, but um, design is absolutely key. Uh, we're not a, a mass-producing country anymore. We have to, in, whether you're Cotton On or Kmart or Tony Metachevsky, uh, you have to be uh, design-oriented to really be successful. Um, and 
uh, yeah, it is a special, it's a $30 billion roughly industry in Australia here, it's massive, um, and it has got a really big responsibility of clothing everybody. You can imagine what the world would be like uh, if, if that wasn't the case. Uh, and, but it's, it's more than that, it's about how people, everybody, at every part of the industry, how they express themselves, and it's a fantastic job to have. Yeah, I agree. Um, any questions for Dave and about the Australian Fashion Council? Curated? Justin. <laughs> no, no. All good. Vincent, do you want to say anything, seeing you're one of the designers at AFC? Curated? Oh, or anyone else that's here, please. Um, I just, um, uh, I think it's a great opportunity. And uh, since last year we, ma uh, we launched in Melbourne in March, and this year we kind of uh, travel interstate into Sydney and Brisbane. And uh, because um, all the emerging designers, everybody have different aesthetics and a different kind of design, diff target to different market. Um, and not uh, um, one market doesn't suit everybody. So uh, for some designer, maybe as have more uh, international appeal, I think this is a really good opportunity kind of like introduce uh, our Australian talent and what we do and uh, um, discover what's actually the talent here and, uh, and also engage with local designer. And uh, so we can learn from them and how to if in, uh, in the future, like uh, if you wanted to um, have an international uh, stock list in the meeting, and uh, what, what uh, that's the kind of uh, um, step you learn from that, what you get uh, prepared, what the people's feedback is, and uh, we can learn from the experience as well. Yeah, incredibly important. And uh, is uh, Paul? Yeah, Paul, please. Hi. Uh, this is first year in the, in the program for me. Um, don't look at my suit. At the minute, it's not what um, stuff I design. This is kind of like keeping my <laughs> hustle going. Um, but We've all got a hustle, Paul. <laughs> I'm a hustle. We've all got double jobs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the big thing for me, um, obviously the mentoring, um, but the community uh, aspect of it. And I often say to the crew, it's like therapy. I, I kind of see it as a, a group therapy session. Um, for, for us being able to sort of express ourselves, let our ideas out and um, get that feedback immediately. Um, you know, and the opportunity to just participate in all the events um, and things such as this, you know, with the doors opening up, you know, emerging designers don't get access to this kind of stuff. So for us, it's, you know, it's an insane opportunity to connect with um, like-minded designers on the other side of the world and really promote local um, than anything Australia has to offer. Um, and on a personal note, I'm throwing a bit of a party, a side party, while I'm there. Um, <laughs> hope to see you all there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Any other questions from We're anyone? We're there. We're uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Where is it? <laughs> Go to AFC's Instagram page, I'm sure. Um, all right. Let's move on. Um, so, we move on to Katrina Jockety at Kangan Institute and the Textile and Fashion Hub will present the exhibition, Great Southern Style, Mindful Australian Design, showcasing its design and millinery prowess, incorporating sustainable techniques and mindful design. This theme explores all things Australian, from the beauty of the expansive landscape to the unique flora and fauna. 
Absolutely. Thank you, Philip. And I've brought some of our amazing designers and show students and tell. today. Good. So we've got show and tell here. First of all, can you tell us a little bit about uh, Great Southern Land? Yeah, so we, had, we work with the Red Cross. Um, we have a fantastic partnership um, at Kangan where the students go to the bales where they choose unwanted and garments that would have been um, thrown in the landfill. They bring them back and they create um, amazing collections out of them that we also show at Melbourne Fashion Week. And that was our theme this year to um, look at what is Australia in all different ways, shapes and sizes. And we have um, carried that through um, to our exhibition in Hong Kong. Um, we will mention we've got... We also have a partnership with guide dogs that the students get to be involved with, also Virginia. Um, and we uh, showcased... We had a fashion show with... Uh, the students made um, dog coats to go on the guide dogs, and we can see here. But part of the whole thing is really for us is we have the school, we have obviously the um, diploma and advanced diploma level as well as our um, we production facility which is made in Melbourne and we have both of them in our Cremorne um, fabulous facility there. So we, our, ours is a bit of both. So we wanted to sort of promote great southern style as well as made in Melbourne. That's why we can see here the dog, we've got dogs already sent to Hong Kong that are going to be showcased there with the dog coats as well with the sustainable dog coats on them. Not the real dogs, though, just those ones. Just these ones. A bit of quarantine issue. Yes, that's right. They wouldn't be. They would be allowed to go to Hong Kong, but not out. Not back. They couldn't come back. And with our mannequins, so all of we've sort of threaded everything that we do at Kangan, which is about sustainability. It's about being made in Melbourne through it, and taking that to Hong Kong. So um, Ashley can talk a little bit about her three D modelling and the creation of the dog coats that we made here, and as well as Let's the mannequins. So everything that we're bringing, including the signage, is all made of recycled cardboard, is all made um, in our facility that other students, as well as young designers or anybody that, you know, any of the young designers that Dave works or with. Or not so young. Not mm, so young, yeah. but emerging designers, <laughs> emerging, sorry. <yeah. laughs> emerging designers of any age yes. can come and use. So we make small runs. And we see ourselves as a bit of an incubator between the school and um, doing business. So if you've, we've got knitwear machines, we've got 3D printers, we've got the laser cut machines that these were made on. So we want to showcase that we also produce and we produce in the heart of Melbourne in Cremorne. So that's our ethos, basically. So everything that we're taking has been made in Cremorne, including yeah, is, the mannequins. Which is great. Yeah. Ashley, do you want to tell us a little bit about your... Um, so, uh, yeah, um, when Katrina brought me the, the brief for what we were doing, um, it just made sense to, to uh, look at a way of taking a, something to display that at least looks at the idea of sustainability. Um, we, we initially looked at making acrylic mannequins and we looked at uh, bring, bringing in fiberglass mannequins and we looked at all of those options. And it seemed, it seemed wrong when, when we'd had the students upcycle garments and we'd, we'd used uh, manufacturing waste to develop our own garments. It, it made sense to look at something that if anything happens to these, they can be broken down and turned into the same thing again. 
So um, all of the pieces that we're taking over uh, have been 3D modelled, sliced up and then laser cut on, on the machines at the hub. And then the garments that we've created, um, we, we've got a knitted piece that uses up um, leftover yarn from, from the manufacturing we do at the hub. Um, and we've also used some, some of the, uh, the garments from the bales, same as the students. And, um, and just using scraps that we had around, around the hub to create absolutely stunning pieces. Thank you. And Katrina, would you like to add? Yes. Yeah. And we're, yeah, so we, would, we wanted to integrate our sustainability as well as our manufacturing techniques that we have got available again. So that's the ethos around us around us is to use what we had as well as use new technologies and teach the students how to use them. So we wanted to show diversity in what we do and also uh, showcase our students' sustainable work. And we've got another student, if yes, you would like sure, to discuss um, this garment here on this mannequin and how she made it out of laser cutting. Would she well. like to come yes, over? She's coming this over. Umi? This was also shown in Burke Street um, as part of Melbourne Fashion Week as well. Yeah. Okay, this is the design that I have made um, for the final year project at the Kangan Institute. Um, the garment is actually, um, my aim was just how can I make it something different? I'm wearing as I am, as you can see. Can I be beautiful as well? You know, can I have the design for something that I wear every day, not just a black coat? Let make me like, make me think further. And then we have um, uh, a class where we do um, laser cutting and um, 3D printing at the hub. And I thought, mm, laser cutting. So it come across to my mind. And then um, uh, this inspiration was um, because I saw someone throwing a shower curtain on the bin or in the bin at the front, like next door. And I thought, that's look pretty. Can I do something about it? So I actually um, picked it up and um, see what I can do with that sour curtain. You know, just throw it away. So I washed it and it's actually play around with it. And I was making, um, you know, like a yo-yo thing. And it, that was really nice. So um, I thought, how will I sell it? So yes, I have the ideas of laser cutting with uh, the fabric. And then how would I join it, join them basically? Using the stitches didn't work. Using so many techniques, it didn't work. And believe it or not, I actually use the sealer bag that what you use when you're um, packing a chips or, you know, your frozen items, you know. So that's, that's how I actually use that. So laser cut the shower curtain, seal it with that, um, uh, a plastic bag sealer. So this is what um, I come up with, with a technique on how I make this uh, design. But this design is also telling a story about myself before I moved to Melbourne for the fashion course as I was living in Darwin for 23 years. So I was living side by side with Indigenous people every single day. So uh, I was actually working with them um, in uh, Darwin uh, Detention Centre as well. <laughs> so that was a long story. So this is a story. So this is a replica of a jellyfish. That's why I choose the plastic. Why jellyfish? It's because I think jellyfish is flexible. So I can be who I am, but I can be anywhere and be flexible with 
people around me and the environment around me. So this is the idea of my design. So that's amazing. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Umi. Thank, that's an amazing Umi, story. You thank you. Oh, yes. Actually, I have on my headpiece because of the way my design is. And um, I was so thanks to Virginia by displaying this in um, Burke Street uh, during the Fashion Week. Actually, uh, one of the Indonesian uh, journalists was, saw that um, display and he wrote uh, a big news in Indonesia. For the next minute, now I'm actually making a hijab of the orders. For, from them, so that's, uh, <laughs> so that's what I'm busy Great. at the moment with, with creating Fantastic. a hijab for them. So there you go. So thank you so much for that. Thank you, Umi. Yes, and they will be displayed at, in Hong Kong as well. So hopefully there's more yes, you, coming. China so, and you. world domination, Umi, world domination. Um, so we have we've, another... We've got all these three lovely yes. um, ladies would, here. Would, would you like, like to pick one person to speak just about... Hello. Thank you, Sharina. <laughs> uh, well, I'm second year at Kangan, uh, studying millinery, and I am one of the mature age students. Um, it's such a privilege to be here, and what an amazing time to uh, re try and reimagine my career. I certainly know two of the people on the panel in my previous incarnation as an advertising producer, so I'm quite humbled to be sitting opposite you now talking about millinery. Uh, Kangan has given me and uh, an amazing opportunities uh, that I never thought possible. And we were set the task as milliners to uh, have four different aspects of the Great Southern Style. I was lucky enough to get the Great Barrier Reef um, and I've got two pieces in the exhibition. Uh, one is almost a costume piece which uh, f focuses on the enormity of the ocean and I think that's why I wanted to translate in a almost, you know, quite a ridiculous but wearable piece. Um, and my other piece uh, is uh, just walking low tide along the sands which is a very wearable day piece which has um, been great fun. Uh, there is another millinery student up in the, just hiding in the corner there, Anita Marshall. And um, oh, can I talk on your behalf? <laughs> Anita's done a beautiful piece um, based on the rainforest which is a, a wonderful expression of the work that she's doing. It's incredible to see. Um, yes, we are learning uh, techniques. It is a skill. Uh, it's very... Um, focused on uh, the mechanics but it's wonderful to see design emerge from that and uh, certainly we're looking forward to being final year students next year and there's two final year students in the course as well I don't know if they're here yeah no but they're doing um, I think it's uh, I can't remember what they're doing the desert and uh, Sydney Opera House is that right yeah anyway, Very good. enough for me thank, thank you. you Lisa we uh, we have got a couple of minutes left yes if you can just talk, uh, if we can have one more, that would be fantastic. I'll just be like two seconds. No, no. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. So, um, the little dog cart, it's fashioned after Melbourne Laneway. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's... Let's turn around and show everyone out there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, it's actually a companion piece to a dress I made for uh, the sustainable rags to runway show that we had. Um, we're unsure exactly about whether the companion dress is going to go as well because... Well, this one's got a bit of a um, self-referential style and the fact that it's just got dog written all over it. The, the dress is inspired by um, 
the LBGTQ plus history in Australia. So we're entirely not entirely sure about whether that's going to go, but um, I'm really excited because a lot of the stuff in the Rags to Runway show was inspired by like flora and fauna and more natural stuff. And it was really cool to see my pieces in here that were inspired more about like Melbourne architecture and how we've decorated the city and those sort of influences. Thank you. We have to move on. I'm so sorry, Katrina. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say about the exhibition in Hong Kong while we wrap up for no, yours? No, I've said everything I wanted to say except come along. And it's a showcase of obviously emerging designers and giving everybody a chance to show their work to the world. You know, they're, they're, they are incredible. They've got no barriers, you know, young designers, no matter what age they are. Exactly. Emerging designers, no yeah. matter what age I think they are. in the student process, you have the world that you can design, you know. You have... You can there's, do whatever you no want. Limits. You're not, yeah, yeah, there's no limits. Thank you, Katrina. Thank you. Um, on to Kiri Deli. So, what is fashion? RMIT University School of Fashion and Textiles, a world renowned educational leader whose graduates can be found working for Dior, Alexander McQueen, and Louis Vuitton, will present their exhibition, Fashion Territories. So, what is fashion? From their Bachelor of Fashion Design and Master of Fashion Design program students. Can you tell me a little bit about? what that consists of here. Well, unfortunately, we don't have our students that are showcasing here today because they're actually getting prepared for their graduation showcase that happens here at M Pavilion on Thursday evening from 6.30 onwards. So you're very welcome to come down and have a look at um, some of the students that will be participating in Hong Kong. Um, we are RMIT School of Fashion Textiles. We look at um, fashion textiles from a design and enterprise and a technology perspective. Um, and we're representing um, what we do in Hong Kong, both from a design education point of view and also this great opportunity to be part of this showcase of Australian fashion. Um, we are taking some students along that are international students. They've actually come to study in Australia. So that's really interesting because it's showing what they understand as being students here in Australia for the last three, two years, depending on which course they're doing, um, and how they've been able to take that new culture into their old culture, um, their, their, their base culture. So, I mean, we've got uh, six students showcasing in Hong Kong and we're fortunate that um, four of them will hopefully be coming with us as well um, as part of um, the Hong Kong Design Centre's sort of student exchange. So that'll be a great opportunity for them to actually see what's going on in Hong Kong, really look at the opportunities that they're now going to have as graduates. Um, we've got one student who will be showcasing um, her, her work's all about old and new. So she's taking old saris and she's using new technologies, laser cutter, 3D printing, new materials um, and creating completely new designs with that. So she's really thought about her heritage and, and her family. All the saris have come from her mother and her grandmother and her aunties and how she's re-looked re at what they're about. We also have a student who, again, sustainability is a huge thing that all the students are really looking at at the moment. And she sort of looked at not just the materials that she's used, but the whole process and how we are designing, making, selling, communicating, and how she sees her role within that moving forward. So she's got these amazing clothes jackets. Her name's Julia English. And she was fortunate to go to Copenhagen in the middle of the year for the um, Copenhagen Fashion Summit um, as one of the 120 students from around the world. So she's going to take some of the findings that she's had in that and sort of bring that into her design. 
We also have uh, a gent called Benjamin, who um, again comes from an Indian descent, and he's looked at different fabrics and materials, performance, movement, dress on the body, how that works, how he sees that as somebody who's a performer, but also a designer. Um, and he's used a whole bunch of really unusual um, materials and dyeing methods within his design, and lots of layering and um, pleating. So. Um, that will be exciting. And then there's a, a, a woman who sort of take out a girl called um, Nicole who does a lot of fashion and film actually. So we're hoping to sort of show some of her film as part of that. A lot of our students um, respond to fashion not just in the clothes they make but in the publications they put together and the films that they make. Um, and so she's looking at the trench and she's got some quite unusual ways of sort of reinterpreting that and what does it mean and how do we wear it and what does it, how does it make us feel and that sort of uh, attitude that we take on when we have a... A, a different piece of material. Um, and then we have um, Amanda, who is a costume designer. She's worked for Baz Luhrmann on The Great Gatsby. And she's come back to do her master's with us because she really wanted to sort of understand some of that intricacy in fashion and where's it come from. And she's been looking at luxury and new luxury and what does it mean and what do you do when you take an absolutely beautiful outfit and then just cut a hole in it and how do people respond to that and how do you take a dress and do it in five different layers um, and how do people react to that and, and sort of, you know, making to that. So she's going to have some beautiful, really luxurious materials um, with a little bit of an ode to some of the old designers but with a completely new twist and using new techniques and new materials. So um, we'd love to see some of you down here on Thursday to see some of that and um, this is a fantastic opportunity for our, our students to sort of see what's happening out there and how they are part of that, what's their role within... Um, this global thing called fashion. Um, they're all about to graduate, so they're all really excited about what that means and where do they go from here. So we're really excited to see how they react with the rest of the designers that are here as part of Curated, how they react with the other students that they'll meet from other design institutions, um, and then what also they're able to sort of bring back and share with us, because we'll, of course, get them all back to sort of talk to the rest of the students when they get back. How many have you got going, students have you got going with you, Kiri? Fingers Roughly. crossed four, but they're yes. actually going as guests of Hong Kong Design Centre. Right. So hopefully I'll get them for some of the time and we can have them actually in at 7 Mallory Street to sort of be there to talk about what they're doing. And the rest of the time they'll be going out meeting, going to PMQ, going to Fashion Asia, which is another conference going on. Um, and sort of really being sort of part of what's going on and hopefully meeting some of the other designers as well. Again, this collaboration, you know, meeting you know, in, uh, interior designers and film designers and other design um, disciplines as well because there's a lot of that cross-disciplinary stuff that we like as well. And then also, I think for Hong Kong, it's also the retail space and Virginia and I have talked about this as well too, the... Um, particularly for young or emerging designers, uh, uh, it's really... Uh, just an amazing space, Hong Kong, in the way that they really do curate their visual merchandising. And obviously, your students would Absolutely. be experiencing yeah. that too. And the three master students actually, two weeks ago, did their own little retail experience at Left at the um, boutique. So again, how, does their, how do their clothes and how do their designs work within a retail space? How do you show design that's not for sale? What do you have to think about when you're presenting it? And then okay, well, do I want to scale this up? Do I want to take this to market? Do I then want to commercialise it? How do I want to do that? So, again, working with the retail. So, they will. They'll be going around doing the tours, going to the mills, going to other places like that. So, And what yeah. do you hope to for, for them to get out of this whole experience? 
Well, again, I think it's understanding that, you know, they have a key role within the future of our sector and that they have a key role in sharing that and that there are lots of different places where they can go and that um, education is crucial to what they're doing, but it's the first step and now they can go out there and actually be part of the industry. We say now, even when they're students, they're part of the industry. We want them, you know, any opportunity we can now to connect with industry, to understand, to take part in showcases. Um, and again, for us as an educational institution, the more we understand what's happening out there, how the students are responding and what it is that, that's going on out there, the better that we can make sure what we're teaching and, and giving them experiences and is, is relevant. Exactly. Is there anything that you want to share with us that you'll be showing? Anything extra that we haven't covered so far that no, you'd like I to touch on? No, I think it's, it's you know, showing, showcasing. We'll be doing it in a sort of, you know, very sort of lo-fi way. It's a, a challenge when you have to take things overseas and that, that will be something for the students. They'll be setting it up as well. So how do you do that when you, you know, can't take a lot of things and you've got, got what you've got and they're still making it? So, and then also... Yeah, Mine are still making them yeah, as well, yeah. They'll be doing it when they're sewing them, hanging them onto the... The rat, I think mm -hmm. so. And then we've got Sorry some fashion films here. as well. So we'll have some, some beautiful fashion film as well just happening in the I think it's a really important thing. You know, yeah. fashion film is such a massive thing in Asia. And the moving image, I mean, even five years ago, people were just still showing stills. And this experience of showing a moving image in fashion is so important now. It's so immersive and, you know, Absolutely. it's an experience. So. And then we'll be at the pavilion as well. So RMIT's got a little space there with the other universities that do design. So, again, just showcasing those cross-disciplinary things we do with architecture, interior, urban design, design, games. You know, they're all, all connected and mm. there's all opportunities for all of us to work together. Yeah, thank you, Kiri. Is there any questions uh, to our both uh, fashion educational institutions at all? Anyone? Yes. Once, can we get a mic to you? Thank you. Thank you, Sharina. She's so multi-talented. Hi, I'm just um, wanting to ask a question. In terms of the way the um, curation's done, um, in, in, in terms of the way our pieces are all um, displayed, because um, we are in Hong Kong and in the Asian market or in the Asian realm, um, what sort of signage um, is going to be placed with each garment in terms of QR codes or um, um, in a way that we can promote our business on a quick and easy... What, what, what sort of uh, thought has been put in place or what's actually happening with that type I, of thing? I'll, I'll answer you. Hello. Um, we're very lucky to have these guys in um, the exhibition, in my exhibition as well. Um, and basically it's an exhibition. So, which is, it's interesting to note that Kiri was talking about how with, um, with designers, with students, when they make the work, then how do they show it in a retail space? Well, I have to knock that out of everyone I work with and say, we're not showing in a retail space. It's not a retail space. If you go to the NGV, what's there? What's next to a, what's next to a, a painting, an old master? That's... That's pretty much, you have your website and you'll have your Instagram account and social media accounts, your name. It'll have the name, um, I think you filled in a form exactly what the piece is called um, and that's what it will be and it'll be up to the person with their phone to go and photograph that and then look you up. Yeah, so that's, and, and it's up, up to you to promote yourselves and push your own 
Yeah, I think that's what's different about this Mal Seven Mallory Street rather than the other convention, which is business of, you know, Hong Kong Business of Design Week, which is conferences and a real kind of traditional exhibition. This isn't a this isn't a beautiful old restored colonial Heritage building listed, yes. yeah. that is an, it's an art gallery. I mean, basically, it's an art show. We're showing art pieces, fashion as art here. So, I think that this is a very different experience and a, and probably a much more richer experience than it would be. It's a different one than if you just go to a, a show and you're just trying to, you know, network and get different information. This is this is a separate p experience here. <laughs> Most definitely. I mean, this I think is that's not a really sales. <laughs> it's not a sales environment. Yeah, and I think it shows that Melbourne is has got that amazing curated feel to its fashion industry as well too, and I think that hopefully comes through with our um, different exhibitions. Um, any other questions from anyone up there at all? From any of our panellists? No, no? Um, all right. Well, I might wrap it up if, if there's anyone else who wants to say anything. Um, that's it for today. Thank you. Thank you for all being here. And thank you to our speakers, to Michael Hudson, who's already left us, to Virginia Dowser, Sharina Clanton, Dave Giles Kay. Katrina Jockety, Kiri Deli, and I'm Philip Boone. Thank you also to the M Pavilion. <laughs> Thank you for having us here at the M Pavilion. Please check out all information at creativevic.gov.au and also you can use our hashtags, which are melbfashionhk and melbdesignhk, which are behind us. Um, there's lots of information on the Creative Vic uh, website as well too. Uh, we'll all be Instagramming, uh, please check that out as we go. Um, and I really hope that if any of you, and I know some of you are coming, but if any of you feel like a little jaunt to Hong Kong, we'd love to see you there. Come and support our amazing designers and fashion artists. And um, have a good day. Keep that hay fever at bay. I'm just keeping at bay. Thank you all for coming. Thanks so much. Oh, one question. Pammy, your timing. <laughs> no, this is no question. I'd just like to thank you for a fabulous and informative afternoon. And I'm sure we all wish you great success. Travel well, travel safely. And for those of us who are staying home and working hard for <laughs> Melbourne Fashion Week next year, um, congratulations and we're very proud of you all. Thank you. You were listening to a conversation charting the Melbourne Fashion Showcase as part of Hong Kong's Business of Design Week. 